The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Wow, he called us gentlemen. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. We are a little wacky. We are taking a ride on the crazy train this morning. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. And on the boards is Nick Bodie. And uh, we invite you to call in to the show if you'd like with any questions or comments or want to brag about a fish or a deer or whatever. 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 is the number. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Beautiful. Hey, it's a nice weather out, isn't it? All that snow we got the other day is melted. Well, at least by me it's melted. It's gone. I like snow. I don't want I don't want brown and dingy winter, Tom. I don't like gonna, snow. If no. it's gonna be cold, we might as well have snow on the ground. I don't mind cold. I don't just want to make snow. I'm tired of shoveling it, snow blowing it, walking in it. You don't I, shovel. Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, probably your porch. No, well, I gotta, got a I gotta blower. shovel behind the garage. I gotta do the the sidewalk from the garage out to the front of the house, and then the steps down the house, down to the road. Well, that's good. That'll get that exercise uh, going. That I know. You, that's we were, we were talking, yeah. Nick. We were talking before break here yeah. about, you know, I've, I'm at the same weight I was in college, and Tom here was saying, well, he used to really keep really on top of it, and then. When he got drafted, he he heard that if you're overweight, they yep. won't take you. Yep. And he deliberately got fat. Yep. Yes. <laughs> he, I had that in a, well, there was a little heart thing. But you said the it. first but, time you went in, they said, okay, come back in six months. and Yeah. Well, who's going to go home and go on a diet <laughs> to go to Vietnam, right? Well, exactly. <laughs> Who wants to go there? I mean, thinking about it, man, you'd really, were you really chowing down the food to get oh, fat yeah. then? I went from about. 180 to 235 in about a, I don't know, I forget how many months it was before I had to go in. I think it was, let's see now, October, December, January, probably about four months before, three or three months maybe before I had to go in for the physical, something like that. Huh. Memory isn't all that great about back then. I remember it was a lottery system. See, you know, I, I wonder why Ted Nugent didn't do that. I heard he did some crazy things to avoid getting out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, but I've heard I don't rumors know. that he did some crazy things to get know. out of the uh, yeah. Well, Vietnam. besides being too fat, they told me, and then they said, "Well, you you've got this weird skip in your heartbeat, you know, this weird thing." Yeah, and I don't think they knew as much about it back then as they do now, because my doctor, of course, later on said, "Hey, there's no problem. Don't worry about it." So if you it got just, like a little, it just happens to skip a beat. So like if you have a pause in your heart now and yeah. then, you're okay? Well, I don't know. It depends. I, I don't know. Well, for me, it, you know, there wasn't a problem. You know, they said, don't worry about it. You know, 
You know, I worry about that a little. One of the I just found out from a good buddy of mine that, uh, you know, old buddy from childhood. He was at mom's funeral back in September, and he talked about another friend of ours who was like the star athlete up there at Green Bay Preble and great shape and everything his whole life. He had a heart attack. Oh, hey, that can happen to people. And they were on vacation out west with their families, and then they took him in, and he's okay now. I think they put a stint or whatever, stunt, stint, stent. A stint, a stint, yeah. Stint. Okay. It's a stint. Yeah, so I sometimes wonder, you know, what if a guy has a gripper all of a sudden out of nowhere? Hopefully it isn't a real bad one. I went in and did that. (laughs) Uh, They mail these things, these uh, lifeline screening things. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. Yeah. And they tested everything. The only warning sign I had is I've got a resting heart rate of 42. Oh. Now, I've had a low resting heart rate my entire life. I remember back in college, it was like 48 or whatever. So, um, that's bad. No, it's supposed to be good because you're, be good. yeah, because yeah. like marathon runners and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I sometimes wonder whether I got like an enlarged heart or something, and I'm gonna like, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I used to have bad asthma, and I never took any medicine. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd go sleepless nights where I'd be sitting up yeah. and I'd just be yeah. struggling, yeah. heart pounding, struggling for breath. I yeah. wonder if that's if somehow I got an enlarged heart that way. I don't know. They would have told you in that test, hey. Well, all they said was it's 42 resting, so it might be something to go get checked out. Yeah. Hey, I got to tell you. ask the doctor next you know, time I tell you. Is there a doctor listening <laughs> out there? Of course, I've been an athlete my whole life. Hey, I met somebody yesterday. What's that? You know who? You Santa know, Claus. You know who Matty B is? Matt Bistianich. Yeah. He, we see him on John Gillespie's show all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it works for, well, it's, you know, they got a lot of names. Uncle Josh, Acme, Soft and Hard Water, that place, right? Uh, I met his dad. And it turns out that his son played basketball at, your... against my son, Nick, when they were in high school, and then they played on an AAU team together. And so I called my son. I said, do you remember this? He says, oh, Maddie B. <laughs> he, he remembered him. Yeah, it was, well, it was Maddie fun. B played basketball against your son, and now he's the cameraman for Gillespie? No, no, no. no. He's a, a guest. He works for, like I said, that uh, – Uncle Josh and all those other things. Oh, he's a sales guy. Uh, he's promo, promo sales, all Marketing, that stuff. A rep. Marketing, He's well, he's paid by the. He works for the company. Yeah, I think that would be a rep. Well, no, representatives don't work for the companies. Are you getting technical here? Yeah. Tom? What, yeah. What, what's the difference between? Okay, what the heck is he? I don't know what his actual title is. I have. Why are you asking me this? Well, you said he's not a rep. No, because a rep is an outside agency that reps the products to uh, distributors. Can I be considered a, a rep if I work for a company? I'm here talking well, about. Well, yeah, my you company. can I'm be considered. Yeah, you're a representative of them. Like, yes, am I a representative of our show? Yeah, well, if I go talk to somebody, boy, or I don't do know. I have, Sometimes or do I have I'm to work for an outside <laughs> marketing agency to get the cutting edge outdoors going here? Yeah. No, what, what, what? Anyway, so Matty Bistianich, everybody sees him on John Gillespie's show. He's, uh, he takes John places. He's one of the stable of guides that John has. Oh, he's you know? a fishing guide now. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he's a, he's a very good angler. Very good. Ma- mainly into the bass fishing stuff. Mainly oh, into I've that. seen him. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't fish southern Wisconsin around yeah. here. Well, actually, he goes all over, but yeah. Yeah. He fishes a lot of he's southeastern. Yeah. So, Anyway, it was just kind of interesting that, hey, you know. Small world. Yeah, because first he recognized my voice from the show because he listens to the show. Hey, you know who I got a nice text from on Thanksgiving? Who? While I was sitting in my deer blind up by Sparta, a 
about 10 minutes before I shot the big doe that came out onto the field, I got a text saying, uh, happy Thanksgiving from uh, Larry Smith. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that was nice. Yeah, he said, happy Thanksgiving, Dan, to you and your family. Oh. Yeah, except I guess I got no family. I got How did he get no your wife, number? To no wife, that? no kids. Oh, I remember because when... Uh, no, I've texted him back. And oh, forth you have? Before, oh, way back okay. when we had him on the yeah, show. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, we should I, have him on again. We got. We should get a hold of him and yeah. have him on. I think the last time I actually saw him was at the uh, the shoot that they had. They had the fundraiser shoot a couple of years ago for the Kettle Moraine Lasers. Uh, oh, okay, I remember, yeah. Yeah, out at uh, Wern. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah um, so nice. I haven't seen, he's got great shows. John Gillespie has great shows. I really haven't been catching up on the... Uh, Saturday, Sunday fishing shows lately, but I'm guessing they should be doing some ice fishing filming here like any day now. Pretty soon, yeah. I, I don't get to see them every Sunday because usually it's on where I get it at Sunday mornings. I'm not always around. So, But what's nice is I can go onto YouTube and get their shows on there. If I missed any, I can just go on YouTube and watch yeah. them there. Yeah, but they're both good shows. Yeah. So. Hey, I got to let everybody know that over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, uh, up until... December 23rd, all the merchandise in the store, that's musky, bass, northern walleye, panfish, whatever, is 15% off, except for St. Croix, Shimano, and Live Bait. Uh, all 9 foot 6 and up rods from Tackle Industries are 35% off, and all Tackle Industry rods that are 9 feet and under are 30% off. So Let me that's see at, that. Let me see that's that. at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle <coughs> Shop in Pewaukee. So here's, here's the one thing I may consider going there to pick up Tom is one of those tackle industry rods, uh, nine foot. I think they're uh, telescoping or yeah, nine foot or a nine, six, maybe, uh, for 35% off. That's a heck of a deal. Now I did pick up a new kind of a rod this summer, Tom. I biggest I had in the past is eight, six, and I haven't really thrown the big giant heavy rubber stuff over the years. Uh, cause I don't want to wreck my rotator cuff, but uh, I did pick up a uh, Schwarzanker, uh, which is that Swedish bait company mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I did get in contact with them, and they kind of offered me a deal to get one of their uh, their rods. Uh, I forget what they're called. Uh, they're a black rod. They're really cool. And I think it's a 9.6 that I got. But they, they're a two-piece, Tom. Yeah. But it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't break down in the middle. It's down by the butt section. Down further. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. A, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, and it's and, and it seems like a super. I went through uh, the heaviest uh, rubber baits that I have, some super cowgirls. I was just, you know, for, you know, up in Green Bay, took a break from trolling up there the one day that I did fish up there and lost mm-hmm. one fish. Um, but it uh, really seems to work really good. So that's another, uh, another top quality heavy-duty rod. But these tackle industry rods, I'm thinking to get one of those too, and then I'll have one of each, mm-hmm. and uh, one I'll use for the for the blades, and the other for the rubber. But I mean, guys can go and spend what probably four hundred dollars for a, a Saint Croix that's going to be throwing the giant stuff. Yeah. But to my way of thinking, I'm not going to spend four hundred dollars for a rod. I guess if money were no object, but the mm-hmm. tackle industry stuff is good. So I would encourage our listeners. I mean, thirty five percent off right now. Uh, yeah, hundred twenty nine ninety nine for a nine six ten foot or ten six tackle industries, uh, and even fifteen percent off. That's a great deal. When are they open out there at the Muskie Shop? Well, and when's they're, Ron? They're going to be open this weekend, and maybe Ron will give us a call. But uh, they're going to be open today and tomorrow. 
I forget what times it is, like 8 to 2, 8 to 3, I don't know, something like that. But they will, uh, they, they might not be open during the week, you know, there might not anybody, nobody might not be there, let's put it this way. Nobody. But. Nobody might, might not, not be, be there. there. Yeah, somebody might not be there. Check but with the English teacher. Yeah, on that one. there'll, <laughs> there'll be a sign on the right. door with a, a couple of phone numbers of loyal personnel that if you call that number, will they yeah, get a hold of a representative? Yes, time? they'll be there with less than five minutes. Less than five minutes. They'll Just be like there. calling a fire department. Yeah, they'll be there. Woo! So they'll come pulling up with a little yeah. green light flashing. Because you know it doesn't pay to have somebody sitting there, paying somebody to sit there, when this is that transition time when they're not out ice fishing, they're not hardware fishing, except for if the West End is st- should still be open of Pewaukee Lake. Guys will get some suckers Aren't they selling and go over sucker? there. Yeah, yeah, they'll sell I, some know, suckers, heard, but not buddy, a lot of guys are buddy going. Buddy Sankey. Up. Yeah. Yeah, he's been, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for catching fish on those suckers yeah. I hear. So anyway, uh, so that's why they don't want to have somebody just sit there all day for, you know, a few customers. So this way, if you go there during the week, there's a number on the door. Just call it. Somebody will be right over. And that's it, you know. So anyway, uh, we got to go to a break. Um, oh, jeez. Oh, oh, I got something important to Andy and Danny to talk to you about. Have you ever heard about the lesser weapon Law, a lesser weapon law. Well, if our listeners haven't, well, I'm guessing that that means like if you're in a fight with a guy and he's got a gun and you got a knife, but you then lost. You, <laughs> you yeah. If well, you got the lesser weapon, you're allowed to use deadly force, but he he's yeah. got the greater weapon. He can't. No, it's got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with deer hunting, actually, and we'll tell you all about that when we get back here on the Skipper Buds. Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. If you want to give us a call with a uh, fishing report, hunting report, hey, any great deals out there on sporting equipment that you want to report to us, uh, other than Smokey's uh, bait shop, mm-hmm. musky shop, bar, and casino deals right now. Okay, Danny, I was mentioning to you before about a lesser weapon law. Lesser now, weapon law. And if people want to find out more about it, just go to the DNR website. And this is, here. here's the deal, Danny, it's that deal, did Tony. you know if, let's say, you got a gun deer license, but you didn't shoot your buck, during the muzzleloader season now, which is a gun season, you can use your bow or crossbow to shoot a buck and then use that tag that you had for the gun deer season. Let me read this to you. Yes, I knew that, Tom. Did you? Oh, okay. I just didn't know it was called the lesser weapon law. Yeah, but, that's what it's but called. But I don't think you, if if the does only thing is going on, then you can't shoot anything other than right, does. Right, right. Here, now, you're right. But this a guy wrote a question to the DNR and says, can I use a bow with my gun deer license during the gun deer season? Meaning... Not just gun deer season, but also the muzzle order. But this is what the DNR said. Yes, during the gun 
any deer during the gun any deer season open to hunting deer with a firearm, including the muzzleloader season, you may use a lesser weapon, bow and arrow, or crossbow with your gun deer license to fill your gun buck deer carcass tag and most and most antlerless deer carcass tags. This means you can use a firearm, a bow, or a crossbow, which is a which is of legal caliber or draw weight during the nine day season with your gun deer license. But during like now during the muzzleloader season, you could use and if you still had that buck tag, you could shoot a buck with your bow or crossbow and use that buck tag on it. For your muzzleloader. For yeah, during the muzzle loading season. Which yeah. is like right now. Yeah, which this is, is right the muzzle now. loader. Yeah. This is the last weekend for it, right? Weekend right now. Yeah. So anyway, but you oh. know, a lot of lot of people. Uh, I I mentioned that my uh, one of somebody I know had, they were talking to a ward and they told him that, and uh, so then I've been talking to a number of people, right? And all these guys they didn't know about that, you know. So, so you're saying if a guy shot, let's say you shot a buck with your bow and filled your buck ta- bow tag you during the. Okay, you, you killed your buck with your, you know. With your bow tag. Bow tag, your bow, and your, yeah, your. Your bow tag. Yeah. Your bow tag. You shot a buck. Then they got the late season, after the gun season, for bow, which continues. If you, are you saying that if you have an unfilled gun buck, deer buck tag, that you can then use your bow to shoot another buck? No. It only during a gun deer season, only okay. during the nine-day gun or to clarify, the muzzle I loader was quite season. Sure, right. that you're not going to be able right. to use that. Right, we got a couple. But I wouldn't want to yeah. use a lesser weapon, Tom. I want something that goes bang and they go down. <laughs> I want more, more power, more power, more weapon. We got a couple of callers on the line, I guess. Figures better. Who do you got, Tom? Bodie? Yeah, first up, we got our old buddy Rich calling us from Milwaukee. Yeah. Hey, Rich. Good morning. What's up? Hey, uh, regarding that law that you were talking about, I'd like to mention, though, that if you do go out with a bow, you still have to wear blaze orange. Yes, you do. Yes. And, uh, I, I, you know, these, these uh, when they put muzzleloader season in effect a few years back, you know, you, you still could bow hunt during that time, but you had to wear blaze orange. Right. Yeah, you still have uh, to follow up. I'm thinking that the, the season is, ran from November 26th to December 5th. And, and actually, when I got out of work today, I'm going to be heading in to do a little muzzle loading and musky fishing. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll give you guys a report next week. All right. Good sounds idea. great. All right. Thanks, Rich. Yeah. Okay, bye now. And who else you got there, Bodie? We got our old friend Kevin in Maple Ridge. Oh. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Morning, Kevin. Good morning. You feeling better this week? Does it sound like it? No, no it, it doesn't. doesn't sound. My doesn't sound goodness, like you, you sound, sound terrible. Jeez. Taking... Don't tell me your problems. I just live here. Take the vitamin C and get your vitamins. Get I, feeling good, buddy. That's what I'm doing. Um, why is a catfish called a catfish? Okay, we got a joke here. Why is a catfish? No, no, this, I want to know. Because they got whiskers? Maybe? They? <laughs> they got kind of whiskers? Yeah, I guess it's because they kind of got whiskers, and they kind of look like a, the front of them. The head kind of does look like a ugly cat. Yeah, I guess with that's whiskers, probably yeah, with long whiskers. A better question is, why do they call a dogfish a dogfish, Tom? I don't know. Because its real name is a bowfin. Whoa. Uh, um, why do they call it a dogfish? I don't know. Maybe because it barks at night? No. <laughs> do you, can you eat them, Tom? I've never tried it. 
Oh. I've never tried it. You never tried the. I catfish. never tried a dogfish. Catfish, though, yes. Oh, catfish. Oh, yeah, catfish. I've had plenty of those. Those are good. Don't catfish and bullheads sometimes make kind of a croaking sound? Uh, some When you grab them by the stomach, you know, like a small one, you grab it and squeeze, you know, to hold on to it. Yeah. It releases some air out of the out of their stomach it's area. It's like they're and, burping then. Yeah, kind of like a burp. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of like Kevin does after he, you know, eats or drinks yeah. something, he burps. <laughs> hey Tom, I, any any remedies for my cold? Well, it's too late now, but I'll tell you, if you would have started taking three vitamins as soon as you felt the first little onset, it wouldn't. It, either it would have never have happened, or it would have been very short. Vitamin C, zinc, and B12. You take oh. a double dose in the morning, a double dose in the, in the evening. If you keep, if you do that three four days in a row. That cold won't even happen, or it'll be very short in longevity. You know, the duration will be shorter. Yes, exactly. Okay, I'll try it. Those are All the three. Right. All right, hey, hey Kevin. Take care, Kevin. Hope we'll, you feel better, yeah, buddy. Yeah, we hope hey. you feel better, Get Kevin. Rest, take pal. care. Thanks. Bye now. Thanks for calling. Okay, yeah, you know, having a cold is just sucks. Yeah, it sucks, especially summer colds. I hate oh. being sick. I know that's terrible, but I'll tell you that that the zinc, vitamin C, and B twelve. I, I've been doing that religiously for years. I, I start getting that little feeling up in the nose, nostril or in the tickling in the back of the throat. I start taking that, and I I rarely get a cold. You know when I know it's coming on, when I'm laying in bed, and all of a sudden I start getting a little post-nasal kind of a drip kind of a thing. And yeah. I, and next thing, that's the first sign. Yeah. Then, you know, it's kind of like, oh, no, it's coming on. But I take the vitamin B, uh, zinc, Yep. And uh, multivitamins every day. I yeah. take that stuff religiously. Do you? Oh, every day, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, I take the multivitamins no matter what. But I, I really go hard on the zinc, C, and B12. You know, if you want to bench when, press 300 pounds, Tom, you got to keep I don't want take to. That. I don't want to. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> can't do it anymore either. Nick, Nick looks like he could do that. Yeah, not not this week. I'm actually, I don't know if you can hear my voice. I'm a little sick, too. So Are I've you been, really? I've been on the vitamin C, and I was really congested, and I called my mom. My mom was a nurse for, like, 20 years, and I was like, you know, what should I do as far as meds and whatnot? Uh, and the best advice she gave me was take a hot shower. Just let your bathroom yeah. steam up and sit and breathe it in. I felt right. worlds better. Yeah, but take that zinc, too. Yep. Because, you know, in all those little pills for colds, uh, airborne and coldies yep. and all of those Zinc is one of the main, vitamin C, zinc, and B12 are the three main ingredients. Mm-hmm. Zinc anyway. is very important for men's health, guys. Yeah. So anyway, uh, now don't forget, folks, after this break, we got the gut report coming up. And after the 645 break, we have the Hornschwaggle brought to you by Carl's Country Market out there in Menominee Falls. And Danny will have some easy questions for no, you, I guess. No, no. They're, to- no, they're e- tough, no, Tom. No easy ones this week. Listen, no? life's not about easy. Right? That's right. This isn't third grade soccer where That's everybody right. gets a trophy just for That's showing right. up. No rose colored glasses. This is glasses. a competitive world, man. We got to yeah. prepare people for the real life. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll be home sleeping <laughs> on their mom's couch. Ooh, you know what I'm going to have 22 this? 22 years old, living downstairs. You know what I'm having this morning for old. breakfast? Uh, I'm having venison backstraps and eggs for breakfast. Who gave you the back? Oh, your son. No, my son's making it for me this morning <laughs> when I go over there. He's making it for me. He bought a new grill. He bought a new uh, gas grill, put it out on the porch, and he's fired that baby up this week. <laughs> What's the difference between backstraps and, like, bacon? Uh, bacon comes from pork. Well, no. <laughs> well, no. okay, I know what you're going to say. Go bacon ahead. is smoked. 
Okay. Yeah. So they take, and you can actually make it out of, I had bear bacon years ago, delicious. They take and thin slice it, and then they uh, smoke it, hmm. and that's your bacon. And it usually comes from the belly part of the pig, you know, right. uh, where the, that, the, thus the fat that you get in right, there. Right. You get a lot uh, of Now, fat like my bear bacon, there was zero fat. Yeah. It was all just pure meat. You ever have. So it was kind of thick and chewy. Hmm. But it was delicious. Put on a BLT yeah. bear LT sandwich. Yeah. Let me did tell you, you. Did you ever bacon, have lettuce, bear lettuce and tomato yeah. sandwich? Did you ever have venison bacon? Uh, some butcher shops will do I that. Have They'll make not, that. But They'll now that, that I had bear bacon done, uh, what happened was when I shot my bear years ago, we my uncle had just died, and so the place up there I forget the name. Great place outside of Superior. Uh, they actually. We got it there at 2 in the morning. They were already cutting up their bear. It's like a family operation. And um, actually, uh, we left the next day, and they had it all packed and ready, but they forgot a hindquarter. And so when I called them up, I said, well, why don't you just get that smoked and sliced into bacon? And they shipped it to me, and it was great. If I ever shoot a bear again, I'm just going to go with all bacon and burger. Mm. No steaks. Okay. All right, well, with that, we got to go to a break. Coming up next is the Hornswoggle. Stay tuned to 105.7 FM, The Fan. Gut Report next. Oh, what did I say, Hornswoggle? Yes, Gut Report next, then the Hornswoggle. Those concussions you got. I'm telling you, I need another coffee. What's my name again? Who's that? I don't know. Check, how many fingers am I holding up? (laughs) Get the trainer. (laughs) Take him into the locker room. He'll be back with Nate and Billy after this. Right. Yeah, yeah, Nate and Billy in the morning. Who they've been listening to, Tom? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Skipper Buds, sure, Cutting okay. Edge Outdoors. Yeah, Skipper Buds. We'll there be we back. go. We'll be back. <laughs> Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The gut report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Oh, I'm having another nice coffee this morning on the house. <laughs> on SSP. Anyway, hey, folks, you know, when uh, Ron Heidenreich was here a couple uh, weeks ago, he gave me a recipe, and he, he even brought in some of his smoked fish bread, and he gave me the recipe. Now, I, you know, I make my own fish bread. Ron makes it, but then I got a question for the audience when I'm done with this, so I want some of your answers. Anyway, if you have any smoked fish laying around or you're getting a fish smoked, here's Ron's smoked fish bread, and actually it was good. Yes, it was good. Here we go. One cup of flaked smoked fish, a half a cup of Miracle Whip, three tablespoons of chopped celery, three tablespoons of chopped walnuts, and then uh, some onions, some diced onions to taste, a little salt and pepper, and that's it. Mix it all up. And, and, you know, he had it here when he was here, and it was actually very good. But now here's the question I have for you, and I want you to give us a call at 799-1250. Are you a Miracle Whip person or are you a mayonnaise person, okay? Because some people, you know, the Miracle Whip's a little sweeter, you know. Mayonnaise is, well, mayonnaise, you know. So I want to know, 799-1250, are you a Miracle Whip person or a mayonnaise person? The discount, um, excuse me, the gut report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. So, Bodie, we'll see if anybody calls and has a preference to that stuff. 
Yeah. We'll see. Speaking of preference, yeah. Tom. What do you got? Well, a couple of different things. I sometimes wonder how much money people actually have in this world because I sure don't have it. Uh, couple of, I'm looking at the two magazines I got. I got a Field and, field and Stream magazine, and they got their field test, right? Mm-hmm. Where they test different things? Yeah. Okay. So the prices. Oh, of some, some of these guns? Okay. Well, so oh. here, okay, first of all, here's a spotting scope, right? Okay. Now, I've got like a, a one I got from real cheap from Sportsman's Guide years ago. Normally $99.99 for $39.99. And guess what? At 200 yards, I can see um, a 243 shell. Okay, what else more do I need? Here's one $5,365. $5,000? For a spotting scope. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, they that's... spot in the moon? <laughs> yeah, so that, that that's one. Uh, get this. Uh, shells. This will kill you. Federal has a new shell called the Heavyweight TSS. It's a turkey load, right? Yeah. Uh, it cost $30 to $57 per box of five. Uh, a bo- that's not even a box. Five. That's So you're a basically little... spending wow. $10 a shell. You better be really good shot with that stuff. I mean, unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Can we take a quick phone sure, call? go ahead. Real quick one. Who you got? Yeah. We got Jeff on the line. Yeah. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Hey, how yeah. you doing? Well, are you answering the question? Well, I'll, I'll answer the question. Yeah. But I will. What's the question, Tom? If he likes, if, if he's a mayonnaise person or a mir- Miracle Whip person. Oh. All the way. Oh, def- okay. That's me too. Okay. Oh, sure. All right. You make your own. Uh, yes, you as a matter of fact, stuff? yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, All right. Now that stuff, you guys huh? are good yep. mayonnaise buddies, okay. what's the question? What's no, <laughs> that was it. All right. Anything else? <laughs> Is that it? Hey, I just read another article about the uh, the guy that saved all of the peregrine falcons in Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh, put the put the nest all up on uh, the first Wisconsin building or right. the U.S. Bank building, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember back a ways you did a um, uh, a hornswoggle with that question in it, um, and my brother-in-law was on the phone for that uh, that episode. Yeah. His wife works in that building. Oh, okay. Really. He, he missed the question. He missed he it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should have asked his wife, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, All right. wake up. What's All right. Thanks Thank for you. thanks for calling. Care, Bye man. now. Who else you got there, Bodie? Uh, we have an unnamed. I haven't gotten. Uh, haven't gotten. His oh, name. you haven't get gotten him. his name yet. Oh, put him on live. So, get him on. Oh, get so yeah. antsy over there, oh, big right. fella. Hey, good morning. Who's this? He sees those lines this flashing. Hey, Dave. What's up? Miracle Whip. Oh, you're a Miracle Whip guy. Okay. Oh. All the way. So we got one vote for each. I'm the tiebreaker, so I win. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you like. Yeah, well, that's just it. I what, can't whatever got a person a likes. Miracle Whip and mayonnaise. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate okay. it. Yep. I know. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. keep going, Bushy. Okay. This expensive stuff. S- expensive stuff. Uh, well, here's another one. Lika. <laughs> Lika. L E I C A. G-E-O-V-I-D, HD, B3000, 10X by 42 binoculars. Again. These are binoculars. Right. I bought a $99.99 pair of binoculars on sale years ago at Cabela's for $29.99. 
Okay. Kind of notice a pattern there with my mm -hmm, buying mm -hmm, habits. Mm -hmm. And they're good enough, except they do fog up when I'm sitting in the deer <laughs> blind a little bit. You just kind of hold them away from your eyes. Uh, $3,000. Wow. $3,000. Are you... I think that's what the military pays for their binoculars. Yeah, but but some of the some of the fishing stuff. Well, some of the other stuff is even crazier. Here's a crazy one: a knife, the White River small game knife. Looks like a nice knife, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just bought a knife for. I bought a Browning hat and a knife for nineteen ninety nine on sale on Black Friday, right? <laughs> okay. Used it to clean a deer. Um, actually I bought it the day before Thanksgiving on a Black Friday sale and cleaned my dough with it the next day. Good knife, right? Here's a knife. A hundred fifty dollars. Oh, that's, that's how could a knife be worth a hundred fifty dollars, Tom? I'll tell you what. I got a bunch of good buck knives. They're not a hundred fifty, but the blade is good, They're it's good. sharp, it holds well, good, it cuts good. I mean, what's here, it do? Actually, a hundred and fifty dollar knife is not out of the realm. Over at Sherpers, we sell a lot of knives between a hundred and three hundred dollars. The most expensive part of a knife, though, Danny, is the steel. That's the number one expense in the knife is the yeah, steel. Yeah, right. The better the steel, the more expensive the knife. Are you going to and live then, a thousand years, Tom? Well, see, the thing is, is I I feel like you. I I don't we like for example out the front knives. Okay, the stiletto, if you will, out the front push. But you you've seen mine, right? Have I don't you seen use it? that weird here, switchblade here, stuff. Watch. Yeah, yeah. That's well, the it's real easy. In you yet no, no, out. no. This it, it's this all one-handed use. It's really nice, you know, because you can take it out, use it, put it away. One-handed use. But here's the thing: you can. This one cost me fifty bucks. All right. Right. And I've had it for over two years, even though it's made in China. Keeps a nice sharp edge and everything else. But you want a benchmade? Oh, that's going to cost you three twenty to four twenty for this. I mean, yes, it's much better made, much better steel and a all bench. that. A Benchmade, that's that's the name of the company. But, no, a lot of uh, expensive knives are sold, and, and the main thing, like I said, is the steel. You get something like a S30V steel or S90V, that's some really good stuff, you know, and it's going to keep an edge a long Listen, time, harder to sharpen. You can get a but, good buck knife and, and, and shoot five deer a year the rest of your life, and it'll last you. You don't need Right. Well, Buck comes in three different models of steel they have. They have what's called a good, better, best system. Their good steel is called a 420HC. It's a 420 stainless high-carbon steel. It's, and, and that's a good steel. They're good as plenty Their good. next one up is called a Swedish Sandvik steel, and that's very good. That's a little bit better. But their best steel is the S30V, which is really good okay. steel. So. so I'm just guessing it keeps anyway. its edge longer and better without it's harder. you having to, once you get a good sharp, you don't have to resharpen it all the time. Right. Is less, what I'm guessing. It right. holds an edge. Yes, and less, and it can get even sharper than, than other steels, and it will it resists staining and rusting much, much better because in order, and you know the word stainless steel, that yeah. was that's like a misnomer. In the beginning, it was actually called stains Less well, steel, so they shorten it. But in order for a knife to be considered stainless steel, it has to have at least 12% chromium. And the better steels will have 14, 16, 18% chromium, which means they're never going to discolor. They're never going to rust, no matter where you are. All right. Okay. So, but anyway, hey, we got the Hornschwaggle coming up, folks. It's brought to you by Carl's Country Market, known for its award-winning sausages, everything meat and more. At Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls, 
Get your. This is your chance to win a ten dollar gift certificate by playing the Hornschwaggle. Hornschwaggle. Danny's going to make out, three. Tom. Danny's going to make three statements, and you're going to tell him if it's a Hornschwaggle or not. Oh, by the way, a Hornschwaggle means that he's uh, not telling you the truth. A no Hornschwaggle means he's telling you the truth. So, call right now seven nine nine twelve fifty. And if you have won in the last month, don't bother calling because we will not take you because we want to make this fair for everybody. We want to get a lot of different people playing this game, all right? So be nice. If you haven't won in over a month, don't call. All new people, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 to play the Hornschwaggle. We'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yes, indeed, my friends. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds for Beds. Skipper Buds. Spit it out, Dan. Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening. And uh, have we got a lucky contestant for our our Hornschwaggle segment? We do. Our friend Rocky is on the line, ready to play. Hey, Rocky. How are you doing, man? Doing good. Yeah, good morning, Rocky. So here I liked your last movie, too. Here we go. (laughs) Dumb jokes with Tom. I mean, geez. Don't worry, Rocky. I'm going to get him back soon. Okay. Um, J.Y. Jones wrote a book, One Man, One Land, One Rifle, after he harvested every species of big game in North America with a 22 long rifle. I think that is a hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. It was a thirty oh six. I knew. I knew the guy did it, but I he didn't know used, which one. Uh, it's a great book. He used one sixty five grain Nosler partition for uh, most of the lighter stuff, and uh, two hundred grain for the grizzly, polar bear, brown bear. Wow. So, very good. Okay, you're one for one. Uh, maximum speed of a pheasant in flight is twenty miles per hour. I'm gonna say that. Is also a horn schwab. Yay, you're two for two. Okay. Wow. Let's see if you get three for three. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Maximum, maximum speed of Tom Neubauer is three <laughs> miles per hour, unless he's on his way to the bathroom. That is a no horn Yay, <laughs> all right, you're three for three. All right. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Rocky. <laughs> You won a $10 gift certificate to Carl's, Carl's. Country Market in uh, Menominee Falls there. Have you ever been there? Never have. Oh, man. Well, Once you, you go in go there, now. You walk go. in the door and go over to the right, and you'll see all kinds of stuff, and you'll use your $10 certificate and spend at least $90 yeah. in cash besides that. Well, they smell so good when you go yeah. in there. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of times around Christmas time, people will buy something special, like a prime rib roast or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it costs a little extra, but I'll tell you what, Carl's got some of the finest meats there you'll find around. Yeah, really good stuff. So, anyway, congratulations, Rocky. And you left your information. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Nick, you you got the information there. We got him. Okay, take care, man. Okay, thanks, Rocky. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, guys. All right. Well, good. He got all three right. That was good. Okay. Uh, You know, so I was complaining about expensive stuff before, right? Yeah. Okay, here's, here's, here's another one. A shotgun, the Rizzini BR-110 Sporter, $23.95. I don't know. if you got. Can't you get a good $800 shotgun? Um, crossbows, $1,500 for a wow. 10-point stealth. 
Wow. I paid two thirty nine ninety nine for wow. mine way back when. I mean, I guess if you got the money, I know there's quality, but I mean, when does it get to a point where you don't need, for the amount of quality that you get, it's not worth the extra thousand dollars? I don't know. I guess I don't maybe know. when I'm it, rich it, like you, Tom, I'll understand and I'll be buying all this stuff. <laughs> there, and yeah. that, here's another one. Here's a hunting vest, right? Here's that little blaze orange hunting yeah. vest. Yeah. It's a pheasant forever hunting vest. I'm looking in the magazine. Orvis Upland hunting vest. Just a lightweight. $159.99. 160 bucks for a yeah. little Plus orange tax. vest? Yeah, it's lightweight with the mesh back, but... Chest high pockets designed to support a shotgun. Easy get... access side loading game pouch. An easy to clean bloodproof rear game pocket. It sounds like a darn nice vest, but for $159.99. I think at Midwestern Shooters supplying at Sherpers, you can pick up one of those for anywhere from, I don't know, 10 to 20 bucks. Maybe hey, you know, at the most 30. Hey, you know one of the best deals at Midwestern Shooters Supply? Uh that I picked up a while ago, and they're probably out of them now, but when you go in, they've got bins with all the good deals. Like, mm-hmm. as you walk in, it's normally on the right-hand side. Yeah. They had the socks, uh, three-pack uh, of socks. Then they got the Browning Buckmark logo on them. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah, yeah. Three-pack for nine ninety nine hunting mm-hmm. socks. And mm-hmm. I think they had some of that good wool, like you're talking, the, the merino, blend, merino wool. wool blend. Yeah. Yeah, I bought one pack for nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I wish I bought 10 packs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. Great socks. Yeah. All right, we got a question for Nick. Nick. Yes. Don't drag him into have, this. <laughs> have you you've heard of uh, the term merino wool? Yeah. Okay. S- Do you know where merino wool comes from? I mean, what what kind of animal? The name of the animal it comes from? Oh, come on. <laughs> it's it's, it's a like Mi- a hornswoggle question. A Miami dolphin? No, I have no idea. It comes from a merino sheep. Really. And now here's the you second. You knew it came from a sheep, I hope. All right. Yeah. Merino sheep. All right. Now, where do these, Will where, do, where do the merino sheep come from? What country? What? Where do you think? Italy? No, nope. New Zealand. Really? They got big herds. Is that what you call them? Herds of merino sheep, and that's where the merino uh, wool comes from. I think you call it a, f- a flock of sheep. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a flock. <laughs> that's what you do to your tree. You, you flock the tree. Your Christmas tree. Remember when people used to flock their you trees? You know what? I'll bet that <laughs> today's kids, if you ask yeah. the average kid in high school yeah. right now, I just thought of this. I'm going to try it next week. Where does wool come from? Yeah. I hate to say it, but I'll bet you probably 50% of them wouldn't know what animal wool comes from. Really? When I was in grade school, uh, my dad used to help out at lunch. And one day, so we had, I think it was like a chicken patty. And then one day they gave us, uh, it was like they had some bone-in chicken stuff. And one of the kids calls my dad over horrified. And he goes, Mr. Bodie, there's bones in my chicken. And he goes, yeah, there's bones in chicken sometimes. And he goes, no, they just come in tenders and nuggets. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Did you ever see the the uh, Homer Simpson when he was talking about pigs that you know, you get pork chops and bacon and this. And there, his daughter, Lisa, is listing off all the different things that come from a pig. And he says, what is this, a magical animal? <laughs> 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 it was just funny. You know, it's like, oh, my God, it all comes from just one. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway, Marino I think I think, Danny and Nick, if if people had to kill and clean and and cook their own food, you know, like animals, their own meat, I think we'd have a lot more vegetarians. 
you know, if they had to kill and clean their own. Why? Because it's too much work? Well, yeah, and people don't, they don't want to deal with all the blood and the guts and all that stuff. I mean, it's a kind of a pain, you know? But not... yeah. Not farm women, though. My grandmother well, no, was a not farm, farm woman. Women, no. I remember coming no. home as a little kid with northern pike we'd caught with my dad, and uh, we'd give it to Grandma. She would fillet the northern pike right on the kitchen sink. We yep. didn't have to touch them. Grandma, mm-hmm. being a farm lady, would just mm-hmm. uh, take care of it. And I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I told this to my son because he loves turkey skin, you know, the browned, crispy turkey skin. He likes that. And I said to him, I said, you know, if you ever saw this before, you know, because when you get the turkey from the store, it's all white, you know, nice looking color. I said, if you ever saw that ahead of time from the wild, I mean, not wild turkeys, but just regular farm raised turkeys, you wouldn't touch turkey skin. You would never eat it again. If you, And I'm not going to say what it is and what it looks like and all that. But, it, I mean, I cleaned quite a few turkeys. Uh, one of my uh, brothers-in-law had a, like a mini farm, and he raised turkeys, and I would help him clean them. And when you, oh, boy, no, I would never t- touch turkey skin again. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of gross. Turkey skin is gross. Well, well, the original stuff. I mean, once they bleach it and clean it up, oh, yeah, it looks fine. Okay. You know, so Speaking of kids not knowing, Nick, uh, my mom was a kindergarten teacher. And she'd uh, bring in, like, wildlife, some of the hides from my bear and other different things that we mm-hmm. had done or tanned. My brother used to tan them himself. But she was trying to introduce some of these kids because some of them were just city kids who had no idea the outdoors. And, and so she was bringing them pictures of wild game, and she brought them a, some pictures of turkeys and had them coloring, the kindergarten kids coloring turkeys. Okay. And then a couple of weeks later, one of the kids said, Mrs. Bush? Can we color some more of, of those chickens again? I want to color chickens. Kids still thought they were chickens. Yeah. Just, the difference between a turkey and a chicken. Just real big chickens. <laughs> real big Huge ones. chickens. Yeah. Huge, Huge chickens. And tasty chickens, too, as a matter of fact. Oh, we were talking about deep frying chickens. Some people, you know, deep fried a chicken for, uh, I mean, a, a turkey. For uh, Thanksgiving and right. deep fried, you ever have it deep fried in one of those things? You know, it's, they're, they're really mm-hmm. good. It's excellent. In the peanut oil and yeah. Stuff. Well, I don't use that. That's too expensive. I just use regular oil, use and it's so just fine. You don't so cheap, use Tom. peanut. You know how expensive that stuff is. You'd have to. So what? You got to put like yeah. No, you, you got to put two. You can afford one hundred sixty dollars yeah, upland no, no. hunting vest, huh? No, I'm not gonna. No, Five thousand dollar spotting. But here's scopes. the weird thing: in that big kettle with that in that deep fryer. Believe it or not, you would think that a chicken and a turkey, because like turkeys are something like three minutes per pound, you got to keep them in that deep fryer. Mm-hmm. Chickens take like five minutes a pound. Now, they're the, they, they're birds, right? They should be the same. Birds is birds. They look the same except different size, right? You'd think they would be the same, but oh, no. The chickens actually take longer when you're deep frying them than the turkeys do. I don't know. It's weird, but it's true. That's what we have here on the cutting edge outdoors on the crazy train. Weird, but Weird, true. but true. Birds is birds, yeah. owls is wise, and bats are evil. Yes. We'll be right back, folks, with more of the cutting edge outdoors by brought to you by Skipper Buds out there in Pewaukee.